Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Great to have you with us. You believe it's Thursday already? Let's go by fast. Ooh. It's already October 10th. October 10th. When do we go back to to uh, Standard Time? Oh, Gain that extra hour that we lost in the spring. November 3rd? You say that with authority. Are you sure? Okay. Hmm. Yes, he's correct. Sunday, November 3rd. Used to be middle October, early October. I think they pushed it way back. And, yeah. And then pushed back again in spring. Or pushed up mm-hmm. in spring. You, you know why? And so they, we get more. Yeah, more daylight. And yeah. you know why they did that? That was your Republican Congress with your Republican president uh, passing that uh, bill that uh, it was like a it was like an energy saving um, type guys that they went through. If we have more sunlight, we can use less energy. Yeah. Then about ten minutes after they passed it, it was proven it doesn't save any ener- energy at all. Yep. Just no energy. But it, it makes Don't Halloween it. in the daylight now, which is stupid. It's thank you, Congress. <sighs> Just another one. Mm-hmm. Just another thing to piss you off early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But instead of getting angry, you know what you can do is uh sign up uh for our our podcast and make sure that that comes into your inbox every day. If you sign up, how does that work? You sign up, you get the alert or you sign up and it comes to. You. How does that? Uh you talking about the podcast? Yeah. So it depends on what format, the, mm-hmm. like what um I guess what app you use. Okay. And so each app is different. So like um, with iTunes, it just tells you it's there. I don't have an iPhone, but I assume that it, cause you know, it, it alerts me when your podcast is available on something like a stitcher, mm-hmm. um, okay. uh, an iHeart radio. Um, I know they do that as well. So anyway, so sign up, you subscribe to the podcast on whichever app you like. And also we're, we're all over the, we're all over the socials now. <laughs> we're in these, the socials are, uh, are us. <laughs> Uh, Facebook.com, do something there, and Twitter every day, uh, and Instagram.com slash Pat Unleashed on uh, all of them. Yeah, we, we we need to start doing some more stuff on Instagram, so be sure yeah. to sign up there. Uh, As well. well. We'll try to get over there more often. See, we got some uh, tweets that came in since uh, last we spoke from HBK Guppy. Uh, this is uh, good news if, if you're... Uh, if you're going to China, oh. trading with China, uh-huh. the Blaze was not banned in China last spring when I was there. Oh yeah, we were traveled we were to China all the time, and yeah. apparently the Blaze is available in China. Well, get it while <laughs> it lasts then <laughs> right. in China. Maybe not after today's show. Yeah, well, we we've got some interesting <laughs> things about China uh, coming up, and uh, make sure you're listening for that <clears throat> while you can still can in China. As a matter of fact. <laughs> Also from uh, Kristen. Well, well, well. Look who showed up in my puzzle today. And it was Bronco Nagurski. What a kind of Look puzzle at that. is that? Yeah, Bronco. And yeah. then you fill in the blank. Football great. Oh, that's really cool. I love that. What are the odds? <laughs> huh. Very cool. Now, I noticed she didn't get any anything else right on that puzzle. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of... Bronco Nagurski and, and football, Tennessee, Denver tomorrow uh, on on Moron Trivia. And uh, right now it's snowing in Denver and 26 degrees. But when they play the game on Sunday, eh, they expect it to be 72. <laughs> okay, then. Yep. 
going to turn around, uh, just like it is here. Today, it's going to be 90. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, the forecasted high is 59. So that's uh, 31 degrees in one day. And then on Saturday morning, I think it's supposed to be in the 40s. 43, 43. is what they're saying out where I live. Burr. Mm-hmm. Won't that be wonderful? Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, that's so great for us because it's been so hot. Look, in theory, I love, love, love the cold. The problem is mm-hmm. all of my kids' baseball and softball games this year have been in the afternoon when it's been in the 90s, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, you know, schedule quirk, their games are going to be in the morning starting this weekend. Oh, wow. Really? So I've got the best of both worlds. A little bit Yay. of a chill. If it were in the afternoon, it'd be perfect. But, but here's, here's what I love about the cold as opposed to the hot. The hot, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. I mean, you can go in, in shorts and, and you're still excruciatingly hot. Especially in the humidity, which finally has has uh, lessened a little bit here, but uh, but when they're when it's cold, you just you put on a coat. You're mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. So much easier. I I th- unless it's like thirty below, which it's not going to be. And you know what you could do is you could go to shop.theblaze.com/pat and find one of these mm-hmm. wonderful, wonderful moron trivia hoodies. These are very warm, Those by are the nice. way. Very fuzzy. And, mm, mm. we got all, kind, all kinds of stuff uh, for you there at shop.theblaze.com, which will redirect you to our new site we just launched this week. <laughs> and you can enter the promo code PAT10 and get 10% off all of it. Uh, an intense and potentially historic fall snowstorm is expected to dump feet of snow. Yeah, as we speak. And yeah. it's already started <laughs> across portions of the central United States. Extreme cold and temperatures sweeping down from Canada. Oh, boy. <laughs> global warming it's global warming it's global and that it's the same thing we we told you there'd be intense cold too intense cold and intense heat it all means the same thing global warming shut up uh-huh let me take a minute and tell you about home title lock uh especially if you're getting those annoying robocalls you know maybe there's four serious charges pressed on your name oh, no. uh like me i i hope not but it, it could happen to you uh, they're they're trying to scam. I don't even know what the method is, but that's why they keep calling because they're looking for your information. Sometimes they're looking for you to go down to Walmart and get one of those uh, prepaid cards and send it to them with hundreds or thousands of dollars on it. In this case, what thieves are looking for is uh, access to your your title online, and they want to steal your home from you. It's amazing. I mean. A year and a half ago, I had no idea. I was blissfully unaware of this. And if you're unaware, you can be scammed and your house can be taken from you. And then you get stuck with the payments on huge home equity loans. There's no insurance program. There's no bank program. The bank can't just say, yeah, we'll just eliminate that. That can't happen. There is one place that protects you, and that's Home Title Lock. For pennies a day, um, and right now they'll give you 60 risk-free days of protection. You can register your address right now. Find out whether you've already been compromised. HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. I guess uh, Bernie, on the campaign trail, he he said he was going to slow down, kind of take it easy. and Oh, he, must, he misspoke. <laughs> what? What? I don't think you know what misspoke means. Don't even, you know, what happened was people went crazy because, what? You're slowing down. You're not healthy enough to do it. I'm sure he got 
a ration of crap about it. And so now, no, we're going full speed ahead. I feel fine. I feel great. Mm-hmm. He said, I misspoke the other day. I said a word I should not have said, and media drives me a little bit nuts to make a big deal out of it. Uh-huh. We're going to get back into the groove of a very vigorous campaign. I love doing rallies, and I love doing town meetings. I want to start off slower and build up and build up and build up. <laughs> this cantankerous wow. old coot has just got to go. He's just, go home. Stop it. You're not going to win. You're sliding in the polls already. Then you have a heart attack. Now people are, you know, they know you're 78 and you're not well. I mean, when you say it like that. Come <laughs> on. Yeah, it sounds bad when you say it like that. Uh-huh. Just don't say it like that. Yeah, you can't mm. uh, keep a good Marxist down, I guess. Uh, Jeez. So, so what, what do you think? Um, you think he drops out before uh, first of the year? No. I think he tries to see this through. And he'll go through, uh, he'll probably go through... Many of it, especially New Hampshire. He's got to go to New Hampshire, right? Mm-hmm. So he'll go through Iowa, see how he does in New Hampshire, maybe South Carolina. I don't know, but he's he's not. Nobody cares anymore. He lost all that momentum he once had. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know that Elizabeth Warren could keep her momentum either. It just seems like once you're at the top, mm-hmm. exactly. I was then that people too. get kind of bored of you. Yep. You know, happened to Bernie, happened to Biden. Mm-hmm. You know it's going to happen to uh, Warren. Warren. And, I think it will. And he didn't get to the top, but uh, Buttigieg had his uh, 15 minutes of fame, too, and he's kind of coming back down, right? Didn't get to the top, but he got into the teens, mm-hmm. and that's long gone. And, and I haven't checked his polling numbers, but it just feels like the— About 5% uh, last I saw. The or momentum. 7 Yeah, he, he just doesn't have the uh, the Pete Mintum anymore. No, he doesn't. Mm. You know who's starting to pick up some traction? Oh, no, Is I that, don't know. that Hillary Clinton? That's that's who's making some noise right now. That's kind of fun, though. Yeah, it's kind of fun. <laughs> I'm glad. Get in this thing. Uh, she Not only did she say, don't tempt me to get into this race, she was also talking about her odds of winning. Uh, here's what she said. Yeah, you know, it, it truly is remarkable how obsessed he remains with me, uh, but... This latest tweet is, um, you know, so uh, typical of him. Uh, nothing has been more uh, examined and looked at than my emails. We all know really? That. So he's either lying or delusional or both. There was no subpoena, as he uh, says in a tweet this morning. Um, so maybe there does need to be a rematch. I mean, obviously, I can beat him again. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm telling you. <sighs> I'm telling you. She can't handle it. She wants back in. Because this is her birthright. This is her position. She was meant to be the first woman president of the United States. I can beat him again. Uh, you didn't beat him last time, Putin. You didn't win. That's why you're not president of the United States. That's why you've got to keep making excuses everywhere you go. Uh, well, yeah, the Russians. Yeah, they weren't in. Uh, yeah, there was some tampering. Uh, yeah, there was suppression at the polls. So people were told to go home. Uh, I, the sun was in my eyes. Mm-hmm. It was a really windy day, and I was going into the wind, and and some of the ballots blew away. Shut up. <laughs> uh, you didn't win the election. I wish she would come on to a show that would give her some pushback. This one or any others. Glenn's, Mark Levin, I don't care. Go somewhere where somebody's going to give you some pushback. You can't say, I can beat him again, and then you just leave it at that. What do you mean you can beat him again? You didn't beat him last time. Mm -mm. What are you talking about? 
Like, if we didn't have the system we have, if we didn't have the Constitution, you would have won? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just... with, with which rule book are we playing yeah. with here? Are we playing by Israel's or the UK? Okay, well, maybe then. Yeah, because I don't understand that system. Just like I don't understand your nonsense. I can beat him. Obviously, I can beat him again. Well, I mean. You might want to start with beating him in the first time. Maybe she's confused. Maybe she actually thinks we're a democracy. Uh, I, you know, <laughs> there's something to that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, and again, if we were a democracy, she would be president, mm-hmm. which is why we're not a democracy. Whew. Founding fathers saw her coming. That's They're right. Like, oh, we can't let that happen. Thank you. Nope. <laughs> what else can we put in there besides the popular vote? Let's do a, an electoral college. And then we can field a really good football team, too. And, uh, and when you get the electoral college up against the college of the deaf and blind, mm-hmm. you can throw out all the record books. I think they were really concerned about all that. And, and they're an independent. <laughs> uh, they don't even, they're not in a particular college. Right. You know, that would be sectionalism. They, they play a schedule that's diverse. Uh-huh. And with a lot of variety. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We also have to tell you uh, later on this morning about the Matt Lauer stuff, which has raised its head again. Whether it's an ugly head or not, uh, I'll let you decide. We'll get into that in just one minute. Um, but first, let me tell you about uh, Relief Factor again, because so many of our listeners. Just love this stuff. Uh, this guy over here to my left loves this stuff. Can, Hi. You, can you tell in the blaze that you you're to my left? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Well, of course. Probably not screen. with the split yeah. screen. Yeah, but on the screen, yeah, I'm okay. to your left. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Keith had the weird leg pain, and uh-huh. then you finally tried Relief Factor. Were you skeptical at first? I, I, I was willing <clears> to try anything. Uh, seriously, um, it was uh, suggested, and, and I felt stupid because you know I'd been surrounded by it and people talking mm-hmm. about it for years, and finally I started using it, and oh my gosh, it, it's night and day, man! I love it; it works absolutely. The reason I don't take uh, relief factor for my pain is because my lower back pain is uh, disc-related uh, ruptured discs that are mm-hmm. pinching on the brain and relief or on the nerve. And Relief Factor doesn't come with little teeny tiny fingers to pull that disc right. off so of the nerve. So that's not an inflammation right. thing with it's you. It's not an inflammation right. thing. Uh, so it's 100% drug-free. You don't have to worry about opioids, getting addicted to anything, something that could you could lose down the road somewhere and you don't know how to replace it. Give it a try for three weeks. It's 1995 for the quick start. And 70% of those who start out with the quick start go on to order more because it worked for them. Join Keith, join thousands of Blaze enthusiasts who've gotten their life back with Relief Factor. Dot com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Uh. Uh, so Matt Lauer is in trouble again. He got fired two years ago. Almost two years ago now. And I... I think it pretty well rearranged his life a little bit. I, I think the wife broke off with him. I think he's divorced now. Mm-hmm. Probably estranged from me. He said he's worked really hard to get back with his kids, and he's embarrassed. And can you imagine that as a father? And then explaining all that to your kids. <sighs> yeah. And as they get older and they start to figure things out, mm-hmm. you'll be asking questions or answering questions for the rest of your life. 
it's bad enough you're a dirtbag, and then everybody knows you're a dirtbag. That makes it a little bit worse. Uh, so he got fired, and everything then kind of calmed down after a while. And the Me Too movement sort of calmed down a little bit. I think they caught everybody. <laughs> I think I think they essentially <laughs> caught everybody. Everybody who is doing stuff, they got them. Mm-hmm. And then this new Ronan Farrow book comes out, and there's another. There's an allegation now from one of the women that, that alleged uh, he sexually abused her because of his, you know, the power dynamic. It was consensual, except it can't be consensual in the power dynamic. Okay. Uh, but here's a report on uh, what she is saying now. From the Today Show. That's a troubling new allegations Show. about former Today co-host Matt Lauer, which were just revealed overnight. NBC's Morgan Radford joins overnight. us with that story. Hey, Morgan, good morning. Savannah Hoda, good morning. Hey, the soon-to-be-released book, Catch morning. and Kill, written right. by Ronan Farrow, was obtained overnight by Variety mm. and includes an interview with the former NBC News employee whose complaint led to Lauer's firing in 2017. Okay. And we do want to warn you that some of the details are very graphic. Yeah. For the first time, we're hearing from the woman whose complaint led to Matt Lauer's firing. The former NBC News employee, whose identity has been kept anonymous by NBC News at her request. Pause it for a second. And of course, we know her identity because it's written all over the place. Everybody else is using her identity. It's Brooke Nevels. And she apparently worked in the building, but not for Fox, but not for NBC News. And not for the Today Show. Really? Yeah. Uh, wait, she worked with, uh, okay, I thought... Uh, she worked with uh, Meredith Vieira. Yeah, okay. Who does a, That's her, right. her own t- her own show. Okay. Uh, okay, so uh, we're finding out that he got fired. It's this woman's allegations that, that eventually led to his firing, and here's the rest. Publicly, the woman, Brooke Nevels, sat down with Ronan Farrow for his new book, Catch and Kill. NBC News has not obtained a copy of the book, but Variety did and released details of her interview overnight. In the book, Nevels alleges Lauer raped her in his hotel room at the 2014 Sochi Olympics. According to her account, she had been drinking heavily and went back to his room twice, once Mm. to retrieve her press credentials, which she says Lauer had taken as a joke, and a second time after he invited her back, because as Pharaoh writes, she had no reason to suspect Lauer would be anything but friendly based on prior experience. Pause it. Okay. She's been drinking. She went to his hotel room once, picks up her her, uh, press credentials so she can get around in in the village. In the Olympic Village. He says, hey, come back later on. And uh, we'll, uh, you know, I don't know, have sex. I don't know what he said they would do. But he said, come back later. Yeah. Okay. All right. Come on. Now, you come, you come back to his hotel room late at night, and you're thinking, what? You're, you're just going to... You're going to do some water cooler talk? Watch a movie or something? Uh, watch maybe? a movie? Hang out? <laughs> I mean, it's it's Sochi. What? Yeah, right. I mean, you're not going to go out no, you're to not. Russia. <clears throat> it's like 10 degrees, uh, so you're not going out. Uh, let's hear the rest of this. Once she was in his hotel room, Neville's alleges Lauer pushed her against the door and kissed her before pushing her onto the bed, flipping her over, asking if she liked Mm. Pharaoh writes, she said that she declined several times. 
According to Nevels, she was in the midst of telling him she wasn't interested again when he just did it. Nevels saying it was painful and that mm. she wept silently into a pillow while it happened. Now listen to this. Adding, when Lauer asked if she liked it, she said yes. Nevels also telling... Okay, what? Strange. I mean, start to finish. Just absolutely bizarre. Mm. I, I don't, we probably don't need to hear any more of that. Um, but that's her allegation. And so that was that was the rape that occurred when after it happened, he said, hey, so do you like that? Yes. Yeah, I did. Liked it so much. According to Lauer, they continued their affair for the next several months where they got together at his apartment in Manhattan. They got together uh, in his dressing room at NBC. They had sex multiple times. He also says that night they had multiple kinds of Oh. Uh, oh. Interludes, if you will. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just, hey, you want to do this? And she said, no. They were in the process, apparently, of doing other things. I, I don't know. It's like, is is that really rape? Especially if she showed up later and there were more instances. Yeah, and I heard her attorney say something <clears throat> along the lines of um, many of the encounters were initiated by her. Right, yeah. Well... According to him, uh, and he's got some pretty interesting evidence to share uh, that leads you to believe, wow, that's, that, yeah, that doesn't sound right. According to him, she kept bugging him after he stopped communicating with her because he didn't want his wife to find out. So he just left it alone. And he said, yeah, I handled it really badly, but she kept reaching out to me. Wow. Yeah. I, it's really a shame. Uh, if, and, and of course, all women are perfect now, and you can't even challenge what they've said. You can't. Yeah, and didn't NBC give her uh, um, uh, over, I don't know, seven figures, right? Yes. So it was it exactly a million? A million plus. Know. Yeah. Huh. Yep, they gave her a million plus. Because I, I think NBC's point of view was, well, okay, even if, even if it's not rape, <clears throat> obviously they had an affair and shouldn't have done that in the workplace, I guess. I don't know. <clears throat> and so, yeah, he got, he got canned because of that. I don't know. It's it's kind of it's a tough line, and, and yeah, I don't know. What was there a particular motivation uh, from NBC um, besides just you know wanting to keep this quiet uh, or something else? Uh, it, I, I think you shared something. I don't know something interesting. Uh, earlier. Yeah, well, uh, Ronan Farrell <laughs> used to work at NBC, and he had compiled a, a bunch of evidence against Harvey Weinstein, and he brought it to NBC and said. Look at all this. Inf- I got a special I can run on Harvey Weinstein. Wow. So they said, oh, wow, okay. Well, Harvey Weinstein heard that that was happening, and he called NBC, and he said, hey, I understand there's some dirt at your own place. You want to share my dirt? I'm going to share yours. Oh. See how badly you, you want to keep Matt Lauer uh, as host of the Today Show. And so they they didn't air it. Oh, my goodness. And it came back to bite him anyway. Because uh-huh. Ronan just took, the, uh, <laughs> took his evidence to the New Yorker magazine. And ran with it anyway. And thus it all began. Also, uh, Lauer claims that there was no there was no button under his desk where he could lock his office door and, and keep women trapped inside. NBC backs that up, by the way. So there's been a lot of lies about him. Hmm. And he admits openly, yeah, I made a lot of mistakes. I had a lot of extramarital of, marital affairs. I, I've embarrassed my family i've i've hurt my family 
trying to repair that now. But I can't be silent anymore for these lies. <clears throat> so he's really going on the offensive now. Be interesting to see what comes of that. It was pretty tough at that time, too, because nobody who was accused could even say anything about it. Pretty much. I mean, everybody who was accused was like, well, yeah, if she perceived that differently than I did, then, uh, yeah, I'm a really bad person. <laughs> I mean, nobody, nobody would challenge it. Nobody would say, I didn't do that. I, there was one person. Who was it? That, oh, it was, uh, ah, what's his face from American Idol? The host of American Idol. Oh, uh, Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest. He's the one guy I can think of who said, "Uh, no, no, (laughs) absolutely not. None of that happened. And that kind of went away. So the one guy I can remember defending himself actually looked pretty good in all of that. Hmm. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. An unusual little fox poll came out. You know, the president's pissed off at Fox. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's going to be even more hacked off today. Uh-oh. Because they just released a poll Uh-oh. about impeachment. <clears throat> According to their impeachment poll, 51% want him impeached and removed. <clears throat> that is amazing. Let me see if he's uh, tweeted anything about this yet. No, he's still sleeping. The president is still... Uh... It's seven twenty-five Eastern. That yeah, be. get up and you know you're the leader of the free world, man. Oh, wow. Start tweeting already. Right? right now, he's already tweeted out you know <clears throat> typically five or six things. So, huh? A new high of fifty-one percent wants Trump impeached and removed from office. Another four percent want him impeached but not removed. <laughs> what a good does that do? Forty forty percent oppose impeachment altogether. Let, let me let me tell you why I want the impeachment <clears throat> process to to actually pass the House. I in a way I really do. Because so they call I, the Bidens and all that? I want that trial. I mm-hmm. want the Bidens called to testify. Mm-hmm. I want Obama on the stand or however you want to do this. I want all the dirt on the Democrats to come out. And if the vessel to make that happen is impeachment, impeachment without conviction, mm-hmm. let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. There, there are some things that would come out that uh, would be really interesting and if anybody had the guts to, you know, really do a full-on trial and call the the Obamas and call Biden and his people, it would be great. Yeah, to put them all the, on the spot. Of course, they're going to lie through their teeth, but still, it, it would be that would be some that would be something we could sink our teeth into mm-hmm. for a while. Uh, apparently, eighty-five percent of Democrats uh, favor impeachment. Of course, I mean eighty-five percent. Uh, with Republicans, I'm looking for the number here. I'm not seeing it immediately, but it was in the teens. I think it was like 14 or 15%, which seems pretty high to me. Let me see if I can find this poll. What is happening with the Fox News polls? <laughs> I don't know how they're conducting these, but but Trump is right in that they have not been favorable to him lately. And uh, that's kind of amazing because most of the Fox personalities are quite favorable to the president and will do anything he i mean they they carry his water uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three cory in minnesota hi you're on the blaze hi pat hi keith hey. how you doing this morning mm-hmm. good you're really concerned you're just making small talk yes yeah okay yeah um, all right yeah uh, so uh i'm on the uh blaze media shop and i gotta tell you i'm kind of disappointed 
I'm not seeing anything of leakages by Pat Gray. <laughs> leakages. There's one we've missed. Yeah. I, I, I was hoping to get a coffee mug, a <sighs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. coffee tumbler or something that would... Yeah, we'll have leakages. Missing a huge demographic. <laughs> All right, thanks, Corey. Thanks for uh, bringing that egregious mm-hmm. oversight to our to our attention. We'll we'll look into that. Would you ever be up for doing another episode of leakages? Uh, perhaps. Yeah, you know, we're still raising money for it. Uh, I'm sorry, it's on the burner. You know, we're raising. Who's leading? Who's spearheading that effort? I am. I am. Like, how are you trying to raise money to keep the production going for leakages? I can't give you all all the details here. Well, I'd like to help. In front of everybody. I could maybe help out, you know, and spread the word. But, uh, yeah, we're we're getting very close. <laughs> getting very close to the next episode. Huh. It's only been well, a few years, half a decade, something like that. <sighs> what do you want? I want... Probably churning out episodes every day. Yeah, you know what? Can I, I get you a, like a side of fries with that too? You know what? It's going to be my goal, audience, mm-hmm. to get you another episode of Leakages. I can't promise anything. What a fine goal. But I'm going to try. By the way, um, you asked what's going on with Fox News. I, we forgot. Um, Sprout Murdoch. All right. Right. Sprout we Murdoch. We explained that is yesterday. In, is Lachlan and Sprout are in charge of the place now. Does seem a little different. Doesn't it? I mean, at least in some aspects uh, of their coverage of the president, it's changed ever so slightly since since Rupert turned over uh, the controls to Sprout and his brother. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Edit Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, you have some breaking. News. I do have breaking news, Pat. Um, uh, a Polish author, Olga Tokarczuk, uh, just and just won the Nobel Prize in Literature, and I thought that the audience needed to know that because it's obviously going to change uh, you know the trajectory of everyone's day in a positive manner now that they know mm. that uh, Olga Tokarczuk. Olga Tokarczuk. Okay. Okay. So there you go. Thank you for that you. important news. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. what we do here at the Blaze. Mm-hmm. I've I've been rooting for Olga for quite some time. See, I that's why quite, I thought it was important to you. Quite some time. Yeah. Uh, we got this email from uh, or not email this t- tweet from a guy Herm. I'm experiencing major climate change. Fifteen hours ago it was eighty degrees. Now it's nineteen degrees and oh. snowing. <laughs> How dare How you? How dare you? Wow. Conserve lady 1791. I don't know if old pantsuit will jump in for POTUS because she knows Lizzie would beat her. Yeah, I'm not sure of that. But I definitely feel like she'll run for the gov- for governor of New York. Mark my words. <laughs> old pantsuit. Old pantsuit. <laughs> I, I think she's so narcissistic. I think she really believes she'd beat Elizabeth Warren. I, I don't think there's anybody she thinks can beat her. Uh, Z Bones tweets. United States already had a female president, Eleanor Roosevelt. <laughs> or, you know, we actually did with if you go back to Edith Wilson. Oh yeah. After Woodrow Wilson's stroke mm-hmm. that left him seriously completely debilitated. She had to uh move his hand with hers to sign bills. Man. Uh she was in charge. And in fact, they were gonna have Woodrow run again. She was adamant because she liked the power. So she was going to essentially have Woodrow run for another term. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, uh, no, 
no, this charade is not going to continue. So fortunately, they had, you know, we had enough people of integrity that they were like, no, we can't. No, you're not going to run the country again, this unelected person. No, thank you. So he almost um, could have been, in theory, elected to more than two terms, you know, before FDR. Yeah, he wanted to go for a third, Uh or at least she wanted him to. Right. And there was no constitutional amendment at that time. Exactly. Limiting them. And what was next is, uh, what, Warren Harding and then Calvin Coolidge. Yeah. All right. Greatest president of certainly the last 150 years. I think. And Even still, better than Ronald Reagan. And if we can clone him or somehow bring him back, he's still eligible for unlimited terms because this was before <laughs> that amendment passed. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. This Chinese scandal is really heating up and amazing. There's The NBA is getting some, and rightly deserved, getting some heat from people because they are, they are choosing... The communist uh, oppressive government that doesn't care about human rights steamrolls their people. They're choosing the communist government over freedom. It's just as simple as that. That's what they're doing. And they couldn't even they couldn't even support the guy Daryl Morey uh, from the Rockets, the GM, who tweeted out support for the for the protesters. And they couldn't even say, "Hey, you know what? I mean, he's supporting freedom." Nope. Because the almighty dollar, I guess, is much more important. Having access to China's 1.4 billion people Man. is much more important. And the NBA really counts on them. They're, they go over there all the time. Uh, the shoe companies are the, one of the biggest problems, I think, are Nike and Adidas. Because, you know, their shoes bring in all kinds of money. And some of these NBA basketball players make more on their shoe do- endorsement than they do in their NBA career. And because all of that is made in China, uh, they don't want to risk any of that. NBA players go to China and and endorse their products, their shoe products, a couple of three times a year. Then some of the teams like the Houston Rockets go over there and play exhibitions all the time. There's posters, there's banners, there there's excitement. They carry the games live on their on their TV. All of that now. Came to a screeching halt yesterday. Now the commissioner of the NBA is headed over to Shanghai today to see if he can calm this storm. <laughs> and uh, But they're already tearing down gigantic posters of NBA stars and taking things off of the schedule that were on uh, wow. to be broadcast on TV. Well, I'm... It, it... And he tried to walk that fine line where he just didn't take sides. I you know? did, yeah, we're not political. We respect China, and we also <laughs> support uh, an individual's ability to speak on issues. Wait, uh, you do? You 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 respect the Chinese government? Why? <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Why? Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. When you stand in the middle uh, of the road... Mm-hmm. You're going to get hit by somebody. Commissioner Silver, yes. You're going to get both. run over, and that's exactly what's happening because not only is China upset... But now it's playing out in arenas too. Uh, they're they're going after the fans and their and their free speech as well. It's unbelievable. It really is uh, that in the United States of America, you've got American institutions siding with communism and oppression over liberty and freedom. How despicable is that? It's it borders on treason. Which is why, you know, and then you had all the uh, ESPN anchors 
and reporters the other day defending China and attacking Daryl Morey. Are you kidding me? Wow. Which is why, once again, the president of ESPN stepped in and said, stop talking about it. Okay? No more, no more talking about China. Know our audience. Yeah. Oh. These, these sports fans, first of all, are probably more conservative than the most conservative person on ESPN. Uh, and all of these all of these reporters in sports for some reason. I don't know why this happened, but it did. They're all they're all flaming liberals. And they all took the side of China. <laughs> it's just it is crazy. Amazing. Uh trip so anyway, they're they're the president now at ESPN is smart enough to realize all this and to put a stop to it. He told them a long time ago. It was last year, I think. Mm-hmm. No more political. No more political talk. That's not what people are coming to ESPN for. No kidding. No more politics. Stop it. So then they were so excited because hey, here's something political. It's also sports related. Eh, yeah. Yeah. The, so the NFL has got to be uh, breathing a huge sigh of relief to see the NBA is now under the microscope and taking the heat. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Maybe they'll leave us alone for a while. <laughs> All right. Standing, uh, let's see, so then there was a 76ers game, uh, I guess an exhibition game they're playing already? Yeah, yeah, they're doing exhibition games. And uh, a couple was there uh, with their free holding, Hong Kong. Holding free Hong Kong signs. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got the image of them holding up their signs. They were... Huh. They were uh, Escorted out well, yeah, of the arena. They, they were told that uh, your sign is, they're, they're too big. <laughs> Look at that. It's, <laughs> they fit in their laps. <laughs> Those are not... And everybody knows it. Everybody knows that's BS. And so... uh, Free Hong Kong and free HK. Yeah. Yeah. And so they could either uh, uh, hand over their signs or... Or leave. Leave. And they chose to leave. Wow. That's... And they were escorted out of the building by the Philadelphia 76ers. Despicable. And then we have video from the Washington Wizards game. Uh Uh-huh. Of uh, a couple other people holding signs. We have that video. Okay. Let's Uh, see that. And as someone on Twitter pointed out to me, the national anthem playing in the background. How appropriate. But what, what was the reasoning? What, what's the reason? So, I so, understand you're doing your okay. job, sir. Totally. Just Capital One Arena. We understand. We respect your, your freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are just personally not having, we don't have any stance on it. And so we're just asking no one is any stance. Well, you don't have to have a stance on it. Wow. And so, uh, and under, what was the, uh, it's, so I just explained it. Under the sign standard, or sign standard. Okay, the sign standard. How ironic! Yep, that the national anthem yep. is being sung at the same time. And he has the sign, and he's on his way with it. It's been confiscated. So much for your free speech. What, what did his uh, sign say? Was it free? I, I free think Hong it was the Kong, same thing. Like yeah, that. it was something very similar to that. Uh, so. Um, so it's the sign standard. The sign standard. And it's their stance. And what's your stance? And he can't, well, it's a sign standard. <laughs> so your stance is the sign standard. <laughs> so, okay. so Commissioner All Silver, right. as you're yeah. like, you know, flying over the Pacific <laughs> Ocean as we speak, um, be quick there in Shanghai because you're needed back in New York. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. Good luck with your 2019-2020 uh, season there, NBA. Hey, we don't we don't take a stand on we're neutral on this. Well, so you could be neutral on it. I'm the one holding the sign, not you. If it was one of your employees, I could see that you had a problem with that. But I'm a fan here. I paid my money here. I can hold this sign. Nope. 
guess not. Okay. Uh, so what, what clause right. in the Constitution is the sign standard, do you think? Or was that an amendment? It's the stance clause. The stance clause? Yeah, yeah. Okay, is that is that a, a, a subtext of the good and plenty clause? Or? Yes, okay. it's also a sub subtext sub-text. of the uh, not just the good and plenty clause, but it's also within the separation of church and state. Okay, so these uh, are the things that are that have been article. written in the margin yeah. of the Constitution in invisible mm-hmm. ink that you yes. need lemon juice and you need lemon juice and the blow dryer and and um, and uh, what's his name. Nick Cage, Nicholas Cage. Wait, what's the actor's name? Was uh, it? Uh, it was Benjamin yeah. Franklin something or other because he was named oh, yeah, after that's our founding right. father. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, anyway, but, boy, that's Twitter's what you having need. fun with the NBA right now. I'm loving some of the uh, the memes that people are putting out there. Well, it's, I mean, it's asinine. It's incredible, and it's it's a spectacle like I don't know that we've seen something like this before, where. An American entity, a serious major American entity, takes a stand against freedom and liberty and sides with, a, with an oppressive communist government. <laughs> this is pretty unprecedented. Oh, yeah, they're kneeling. Oh, I love that. And, new, uh, new NBA logo. And praying to the... <laughs> it's, the it's the basketball guy in yeah. the logo praying to the Chinese flag. <laughs> uh, there's uh, another one. Uh, uh, Rob, I don't know if you have the uh, Tiananmen Square. Oh, look at this. Mm. That one is genius. Basketballs. It's, Gigantic basketballs rolling down Tiananmen Square about to run over the tank guy. <laughs> That's really good. Now, now. That's really good. But the NBA should not be nervous because uh, Dennis Rodman is riding to the rescue. Oh, as always. Yeah, yeah. You want to see? Good. He's offering his services. Look at this. Okay. Commissioner Adam Silver, I know a thing or two about diplomacy. Book me a ticket to Shanghai with you, Ambassador Rodman. Ambassador Rodman to the rescue. <laughs> oh, well, nothing to worry about then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm surprised I didn't see the story that uh, that Adam Silver is taking Dennis Rodman with him. No, no, no. Actually, they they've been in communication. I think he's leaving Ambassador Rodman here to deal with the sign standard at the arenas. Oh, okay. He's got to go and put yeah, out that fire. That's important too. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, let me take a minute and tell you about Riduzone. Uh, scientists now believe that that your brain is continually telling your body, I need more calories, uh, so keep feeding me. And it doesn't matter how much you've eaten, whether you're full or not, it just tells you to keep eating. Fortunately, we do have a molecule called OEA that's supposed to send a signal to our brain. It's just not strong enough in most of our bodies. It's not enough of it. That's why Riduzone is made of OEA. To strengthen that signal to your brain that you're full, so you stop eating. It's FDA accepted. Uh, there's no stimulant in it to make you feel jittery. Safe, vegetarian, gluten-free supplement. So stop fighting nature and manage your hunger with Riduzone. Use the promo code PAT when you go to Riduzone.com. That's R-I-D-U-Zone.com. And you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. It's Riduzone.com. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. <laughs> and the Dennis Rodman. 
<laughs> what are you? Are you mocking Ambassador Rodman here no, with your laughter? No, no, no. No, look at the great job he did with North Korea. He loves everything's fixed, right? Yeah, he's it's fine now. <clears throat> it's fine. So uh I, I wouldn't mess with him. I, I just bring him with of course, like you mentioned, there was the science standard to to deal with in Philadelphia. So but after he's taken care of that, I hope he jets immediately to <laughs> Shanghai. I mean and fixes this situation. The season starts in twelve days. Wow, does it really? They gotta get this fixed. I don't know why, but it just seems like basketball just ended and now it's already starting up again that's because it's the <laughs> longest endeavor that man yeah. has created the nba season really is oh it, that thing stretches out almost the full year seriously yeah it does a couple yeah about did it get into july this year not quite probably so but mid late june and then you're already back and you're doing you're playing exhibition games right now mm-hmm. amazing Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. A climate group has apologized to Black Lives Matter for their previous uh, public apology, which really wasn't a public apology. The D.C. chapter of the climate activism group, which is Extinction Rebellion. Oh yeah, those guys never, again, huh? Yeah, they're giving uh, PETA and Greenpeace a run for their money, huh? They had to apologize to Black Lives Matter for eroding trust with our black and brown allies in the recent uh, protest, they wrote an open letter that they did not respect and instead dismissed Black Lives Matter's DC's hard block regarding flyers that apologized to the public for our disruptive actions. This decision marginalized the voices of black activists involved in the protest, the group said. Extinction Rebellion and Black Lives Matter were among a number of activist groups it staged mass protests in Washington, September 23rd. Extinction Rebellion stated in an email to supporters beforehand they intended to fundamentally change the way climate crisis is talked about and dealt with in this country. <clears throat> yeah, well, they obviously did that. Mm-hmm. It's completely different now. Have you noticed that? Yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. And I remember different. at the time when we were playing some video of them blocking traffic. You remember that? They had that yeah. intersection And I said that up. is not the way to yeah. win friends and influence and, people. And you made the specific point. You are keeping people from getting to their jobs. You're yeah. hurting people. Yes. And that's exactly what Black Lives Matter was trying to say. Don't, Don't do, do this that. here. You're not helping this cause. So the protest did affect the commutes of a lot of D.C. residents. Like... If you've ever been to D.C. or lived in that area, you know how bad the traffic is anyway. The last thing you need is for somebody to make it worse. But they did, contrary to the wishes of D.C.'s uh, Black Lives Matter. Many, if not most of us, did not understand the implications of apologizing for our ads of disruption within the context of broader legacies of cultural violence. Extinction Rebellion wrote, we did not recognize how our, our apologies for the space we occupied reflected the regular and habitual marginalization of black and brown people at large. Apologies for acts of civil disobedience within that context can only undermine the justified claims that people of color have to such spaces. So in their apology, they're actually blaming society. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it. they are. Good job there. But it's, isn't it great when... When the liberals eat their own. I love it. It's another great example. They added, its racial insensitivity during the event is indicative of a deeper problem within the organization. Oh, oh wow. So they did blame themselves. You're a bunch of racists. There you go. I see. 
bunch of racists. That's too bad. <laughs> we have failed to adequately educate our members on the complex issues of police brutality, racial justice, and nonviolent communication. We deeply regret that this problem manifested in such a harmful and thoughtless way during the shutdown DC action. Wow. Ah. Okay. So they're racists and morons. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a good combination. How proud their parents must be of all of them. That's great. Family uh, must be very, very proud. Yeah, my uh, my kid, Bob, is in uh, Extinction Rebellion. Oh, yeah? Is, but yeah. I've heard very, of them. Very violent, racist, yeah. and uh, moronic group of people. So how do you feel about I'm really proud of them. Proud really of proud. Them. Yeah, I've never... <laughs> I never dreamed they'd grow up to to be Hold on. so important. Close your eyes for a moment. Unless you're driving. Okay, close your eyes for a moment. I want you to think of the next climate extinction or extinction rebellion meeting in Washington, D.C. chapter. Bunch of liberal leftist punks screaming at each other over this uh, miscalculation. Yeah. Now, that's got to make you feel good, right? On yeah. a Thursday morning? It does. Okay. Yeah, it does. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Pat Gray Unleashed. Thanks for being here. Appreciate you being with us for the uh, gigantic broadcast today. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Actually, it's approximately the same size as any other broadcast. Uh, any other day it's exactly the same as a matter of fact wow yeah that's good yeah that's i didn't to... i didn't want to mislead you, it yeah because i mean if you oversell it yeah fcc is going to come down hard exactly Something i don't like want to do that uh you know how netflix is on this big push now they push certain programs they're at the top and they start playing as soon as you go to netflix and oh my gosh that drives me nuts i hate that yes i don't know why uh, there should be a defeat this feature the, you know turn it off but you can't and you're as in far a panic if you're watching with your kids because yes. you don't know what's about to play. I don't know yeah. what they're about to do on this screen. I didn't press play. Don't. Right. Don't. And I just want to sit there and look at the description. I don't want to hear a bunch of babbling while yeah. I'm... <laughs> you're distracting me. I don't I'm know. I'm trying to concentrate here. Shut up! It takes every brain cell just to yeah. get me get the little cursor to move around. I can't be... Oh, yes. So the thing they're, they're pushing now for the last few weeks is this Bill Gates brain thing. And I keep seeing it and thinking, eh, I wonder if that's interesting. Uh, maybe I'll try that. So last night, I actually watched an episode or two of Bill Gates' brain. Um, he's, he's actually a pretty interesting guy. They they go through, and they got a lot of footage of his younger years with Paul Allen and starting up Microsoft and how they did all they did. Do they have the break-in? Yeah, the, the thing that they don't have, <laughs> just, which garage. was my point. <laughs> Is the uh, you know stealing all the information from Xerox and IBM, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is kind of an, an important element of how he yeah. got where he got. And that's just that's that's maybe that's in the bonus footage at the end. Maybe yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, let's see the piracy episode at the end because that'd be that would be great. Uh-huh. I will say though, the guy's a genius. He's obviously you know incredibly smart, and he does seem to care about people, even though he wants to eliminate people from the earth with this population zero thing. I mean, the guy's, the guy's dad was, was he the head of Planned Parenthood? I believe he was. I would believe he was the head of Planned Parenthood. Was it Planned Parenthood? Mm-hmm. Was it? Okay. Yep. Hmm. 
And he was a big population bomb guy, too. Just And so is Bill. And so, but on the other hand, Bill's trying to save lives in Africa all the time. I mean, he quit. He left Microsoft 11 years ago now. You're aware of that? I mean, he sits on the board, but the day-to-day operation of Microsoft, he doesn't have anything to do with. It's really kind of strange. That's it's amazing. Sweet, sweet and so if you can get it, man. what does he do? He does the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation uh-huh. stuff where he, he's kind of into charity full time. One of the things they showed last night, you know, it's worth a look because it, it shows you what's going on in places that we never see and, and don't visit and don't understand as Americans because I've never seen anything like it, um, even on trips to Mexico. But they, uh, they have... The, he was talking about the fact that there's no clean water or um, other resources for some of these people. And then they showed why there's no clean water. Uh, they have these holes where they that they use for, you know, bathrooms. No, no. And then they to clean that out, they just they dump a bucket with a attached to a rope and then they take carry it outside and pour that into a, a like a large barrel. Huh. And then they wheel the barrel no, down to the water source. Don't do it. And dump it in. Have they not? I don't know if they think it just disappears. Put two and two together <laughs> I here? No. I mean, that, that's something even I could I figure just, out. I Like, how do you think that's okay? Isn't that your water source? Yeah. Well, don't put that in it. Ick. Ugh. I mean, apart from re- being really nasty. Yes. You're getting disease from it. Which they're... <laughs> That's what Bill's trying to prevent. And so they're trying to think, you know, they've already got the infrastructure that uh, that kind of precludes any sort of massive sewer system. So they're, they're trying to come up with some other alternative where they can, you know, eliminate this waste. Where do you, What do you do with it? Where do you put it? How does it happen? If you can't build a, a waste plant, then what are we going to do here? It would be far too expensive at this point. You already have everything built. We're not going to tear everything up. So what do you do? And that's what he, that's what he's working on right now is so, some technological way to dispose of that without dumping it into your water yeah, source. It just seems so weird that he's trying to save lives over there, but yet at the same time, what's this, you know, zero population? What is that thing? was my thought too. Yeah. What? Yeah. It seems like they're. It's a yeah. It does seem defeating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems conflicting. Uh, but and he's also doing the vaccines. He's trying to he. Uh, he's trying to eliminate polio in Africa and other diseases by uh, immunizing people. So, I mean, it's a it's interesting, Ivan. And there is, I think, there's a number you can call if you're mm-hmm. if you're interested. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's to the right of you. Okay. Yeah. It's a, is it the triple eight thing? Yeah. Yeah. 900. It's that one. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> nice job. Uh, but I found it pretty interesting. You might want to. Checked out. Although Did it episode three started to get into the whole CIT global oh. army. Uh, that's when I turned it okay. off. Okay, I got it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, got this from Scotty Sweatman at uh, Pat Unleashed. We need a snapshot from the Pat Gray Unleashed intro of Pat clenching his fists and screaming. Oh, yeah. And right below uh, the words are the words "We're not a democracy" as a logo on T-shirts, mugs, hats. Etc. I think I'd buy all of them. No, that's a good idea. I like it. Yeah, go to shop.theblaze.com slash pat, and you'll find not that yet, but other things uh, like it. And <laughs> enter the promo code PAT10. 
for 10% off. Nice. From Pat. Get it? <laughs> uh, Amy What's-Her-Face tweets, Extinction Rebellion, fighting extinction while simultaneously encouraging people to stop procreating. <laughs> yeah, kind of like Bill <laughs> That's Gates. Exactly That's another Bill thing. Gates thing. <laughs> uh, we got this from Baby. Sprout, Baby Sprout's brother. Baby Aww. Sprout's brother tweets, Extinction Rebellion will be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Foreigner. That may not be true. With the uh, with the old guy stepping down from his position as head of the Rock Hall of Fame. There's hope. There's hope. Uh, Sith Rhino tweets, I wonder if the NBA would have problems with the Impeach 45 signs. <laughs> no way. No way would they. Oh, those are too big. Yeah, they're an inch and a half. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. There's parts of the country that are probably printing them up and handing them out before the games to the fans. Yep. Visibly privileged white male. (laughs) Uh, Where will you find the sign standard in the Constitution? It's the separation of sports and state clause. Okay. Oh, okay. Which is, you'll find that in this almost exact same spot as separation of church and state. So, (laughs) neither one of them are there. Uh, let me tell you about Brick, Brickhouse Nutrition and their product, Field of Greens. Um, you know, there's so many products that claim to be good for your health. They're big in, on nutrition. Uh, they have some of these ads that have catchy headlines like, Doctor, save man with this one weird trick. <laughs> and then you click on it. And it's a 80-minute video you don't want to watch. <laughs> well, at Brickhouse Nutrition... They have actual doctors and professional human performance experts who got fed up with all that stuff. And so they created a product that would actually help your health. Field of Greens. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA organic fruits and vegetables uh, that will boost your immunity uh, with antioxidants, probiotics, prebiotics. It's real food. It's not extracted from anything. Go to BreakhousePat.com. Get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. Don't be fooled by cheap imitations. This is the one you need. Brickhouse Nutrition's Field of Greens. BreakhousePat.com. Offer code PAT. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Uh, We've been talking about the situation with China and the NBA and how ridiculous that is. Uh, How how can an an American institution like that, a major American institution, choose communist oppression over freedom and liberty? Um, And just to show you how committed these protesters are, they've been told, okay, masks, if you have a mask on, those are illegal now. We're going to arrest you. And you'll be beaten because you're being beaten anyway. Uh, the police are just going whole hog after them now. They don't seem to care. And so they're getting these beatdowns. And then they're also being monitored and they're using facial recognition against them. So the protesters have now taken to this. They've got this little kind of hat cap on with a piece of technology at the front of it. Almost like a miner's cap, but uh-huh. it sticks out. Instead of being a light, it just kind of sticks out, you know, about, what, six, seven inches there? Yeah, and, and then it projects an image on their face <laughs> uh, of a different face. I love <laughs> it! It's like a 3D image that it that it projects onto your face so that the facial recognition 
scans and uh, monitoring and all the cameras that are everywhere, they can't they can't see who you are. I that is genius. That's really something. Look at that. Do you believe that that is current technology being employed right now? That looks like something you would see in uh Oh, I don't know. What was that Will Smith movie the, uh, about the robots going I robot? wild? Yeah, iRobot. Hmm. Looks like something from that. That's really, that's amazing. That's cool. And again, it shows. They're, they're just going to keep going. They really want their freedom. They're really committed to their freedom. And unlike other parts of the world, they love the United States. They're begging for our help. They sing the national anthem. They hold up American flags. Uh... I mean, they love this country yeah. because this country kind of set the example for them, and that's what they like. That's what they want. That's what they're trying to live. Heartbreaking. 888 Yeah, and they're keeping it up with, like, zero support from the West. None. It, yeah, it's, none. And I hate to say this, but it's starting to feel the way Obama treated the Iranians. Mm-hmm. It's just like... yeah. Whatever. We're turning your ba- our back on you. Sorry. Um, well, we've done it a few times lately. We've also turned our backs on uh, the Kurds in, in northern Syria. And again, these aren't the same Kurds that we turned our back on over and over again in Iraq. Uh, but they're Kurds. And we betrayed them again. And it's really sad and pathetic how... You know, how is the rest of the world viewing us now? How do they how do they perceive the US pullout from northern Syria? Well, from the Jerusalem Post, we get this. Never before in US in history has the US worked with a group and then opened the skies to have another US ally bomb and destroy it. On October 9th, The Syrian Democratic Forces, a group of mostly Kurdish fighters who fought ISIS for five years and helped create a peaceful and stable area in northeast Syria, were bombed and bombarded by Turkey as U.S. forces withdrew and watched. It's just shameful. In an unprecedented reversal for Washington's policy in Syria, the Americans armed, trained, and encouraged the SDF to liberate wide swaths of Syria from ISIS, only to turn around on October 6th and, under the leadership of U.S. President Donald Trump, give Turkey the open skies and borders to attack U.S. partner forces. Like thieves in the night, U.S. forces withdrew from their positions without explanation, processes, discussions, or leaving people behind to monitor the area, and made it clear to Ankara that nothing would be done to impede an attack. NATO appeared appeared also to give tacit approval to Turkey, a member state, to invade northeast Syria, while many European uh, countries expressed concern. Some of these countries, such as the UK and France, had been partners with the US in the coalition against ISIS and had fought alongside the SDF for years. They, too, were not informed on October 6th, as the US decided to say that ISIS detainees were not Turkey's responsibility and that the US would withdraw from the border. Paris and London appear dismayed that Turkey is invaded, but like the U.S., they don't want to do anything to prevent their SDF partners from being killed in airstrikes. I just... 
really uh, sad. If No matter how we feel about U.S. forces being withdrawn from the area, and I do want that to happen, I, I think we're all probably pretty tired of these wars, and, and we want our troops to be able to come home. But they didn't come home. They just moved them over a little bit. So yeah, we just it, left that ally hanging. And it's tough. And other allies, by the way, have noticed. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep, there's that fine line between, uh, you know, intervening and uh, expressing support. Really sad. And I don't claim to have the answers. I don't either. And I don't envy the people like the president uh, who are put in those positions. Yep. But um, I don't this, know. This, this looks bad. It feels bad. It is bad. And the silence... With Hong Kong, I, I bring that up again. Yeah, that, that <clears throat> it, it feels like it's going to be an opportunity lost. In fact, a, mm-hmm. a, a an island lost effectively. And because we're not being leaders here, yeah. w- there's going to be a vacuum left. Well, who will lead? Well, China would be happy to. I'm pretty sure. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. You know there are a lot of underwear brands out there that claim to be big on comfort. Uh, but if that were true, then why are 75% of men and women dissatisfied with the underwear they have? Well, I think it's probably because they haven't tried Tommy John. Mm. Tommy John is revolutionary. It's been an upgrade for over a million people now. So comfortable. When you, Yeah, when you put it on, you know why. Because it's just, it's super comfortable. Um, They actually... They don't claim to just have the most most comfortable underwear on the planet. They actually have the statistics to back that up. <laughs> Do they? That's awesome. <laughs> Over 7 million. The number of pairs of Tommy John underwear they've sold with 96% of their customers rating them four stars or greater. Uh-huh. I'd give them five. It's the most comfortable underwear <laughs> I've ever worn. And Keith loves it. Uh, five is that the maximum we can do? Yeah, Keith I'm, wanted to model it, and, yeah. Um, but uh, everybody's no, I, no, thank you. I mean, everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there was just, some holdouts. <laughs> uh, six Jeffy, stars. Jeffy six held stars. out. Yeah, <laughs> six stars. Uh, I'm giving them six out of five stars. Uh, and it's really more than underwear. They've, they've got 750 products online: uh, super soft loungewear, polo shirts, uh, apparel, women's underwear. They got into that business, and it has exploded for them because, again, women are now now discovering how comfortable it can be uh, to have a a pair of underwear like this. So hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed right now. They'll give you 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed for 20% off. Okay? Okay. that's a great deal, and you are going to absolutely love this underwear and the T-shirts and the loungewear and everything else they have. TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed. He's got no time for morons except Friday. It's Pat Gray Unleashed. 888 You know, we're just talking about helping people around the world. What Bill Gates does to try to bring... You know, some sort of uh, toilet situation. We don't. Even, you don't even think of that as an important issue. But wow, when you see when it's not taken seriously, or they don't have the know-how to dispose of things, you realize how important that is. But if you really want to make a difference, um, help us by getting a ticket to the the M1 Ball and coming to the Dallas Fort Worth area on October twenty sixth. 
this is going to be a lot of fun. It is at the um, Omni Hotel, right? Omni Hotel here in Dallas on the 26th. All kinds of we, we just have a great dinner every year. A lot of great speakers, super entertainment at the uh, you know as the evening progresses. Also, uh, during the ISIS war, the Christian village of Badnea, Iraq, was occupied by ISIS. The city of 6,000 was looted, its buildings destroyed by artillery exchanges and coalition airstrikes, and its populations, its population of Christians displaced. Since its liberation, the village has really struggled to recover with its infrastructure and in ruins and no basic services. The situation has been compounded by Iranian-backed militia who have occupied the town. Well, the militias are also allowing Shia Muslims to claim the empty Christian homes that they had to leave due to all the violence. So they lost their homes and their property. It's effectively social engineering the Christians out forever and just changing the cultural and religious landscape of ancient Nineveh. Might sound familiar. It's the story of Jonah. Yeah. Um, so last month, the Nazarene Fund installed three industrial generators that are now supplying power to Batnea. The Christian families that return can now be added to the grid by supplying basic services, reestablishing civic and cultural anchors. You're giving people... Uh, who's, who've been hanging on by a thread, a chance to recover and return to their homeland. Last week, 35 Christian families returned, and we were there to greet them. This is all thanks to M1 and its partners. So we really need your help. So please join us at the M1 Ball this year. You can purchase tickets at mercuryone.org slash m1ball. Uh, do that while you're thinking about it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Otherwise, you know, you got the UN who's doing such great work, you know, oh, all yeah. around the world. All around, they fixed almost everything. I've heard that. <clears throat> I've heard that. Thank <clears throat> heaven for the UN. <clears throat> Man, have they made a difference in this in this world, haven't they? Yeah. Well, yes. Wow, they're good. Yes. But they may not have enough money for staff salaries next month. Ah! If what? member states don't pay up what they owe. Oh, no. Wait, you mean like uh, despots don't pay on time? Isn't that something? If you can't count on despots all over the planet yeah. to pay their bills, what can you count on in this life anymore? I don't know. Hmm. Uh, UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres warned about this problem. Yesterday, he told the 193-member UN General Assembly their budget committee, that if he had not worked since January to cut spending, then we would not have ha- not have had the liquidity to support the annual gathering of world leaders last month. What a tragedy <laughs> that would have been. And you Wait a minute. imagine how the world would have unraveled? <laughs> so now wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Have they already squandered the... Uh... The money we gave them? Well, <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, the the billion dollars that uh, Ted Turner gave them. Oh, right? Did they did they sp- did they spend that already? <laughs> he was going to give a hundred billion a year for ten years. A hundred million, right? No, yeah, a hundred million, a hundred million every year for ten years till it got to a billion. I I don't know if he ever got past the first donation because I think really? yeah I think he got the publicity and then he was done. Hold on, I'm looking this. I up. don't know. We'll look it up. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Yeah, no, it looks like he gave it. Oh, he did yeah. all of it, every yeah. penny. Good yeah, for him. Because this article I'm reading is from... Good for him. 
2014, mm-hmm. and it says that uh, his billion-dollar pledge ends. UN Fund seeks new donors as Ted Turner's $1 billion pledge ends. Wow. They're always looking for money that they can waste. Well, Gutierrez says, this month we will reach the deepest deficit of the decade. We risk entering November without enough cash to cover payrolls. Our work and our reforms are at risk. Oh, no. Good! Oh, no. Good! (laughs) Well, I kind of like this story. United States is, of course, the largest contributor. By far, we're responsible for 22% of the more than $3.3 billion regular budget for uh, 2019, which pays for work including political, humanitarian, disarmament, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I've got a new rule for the U.N. to consider, please. Uh-huh. Okay, so I think your votes at the U.N. should be in direct proportion of how much you're funding it. In other words, we don't get just one vote as the United States. We get 22 out of 100 votes. If we're funding mm-hmm. 22% yeah. of that bill... I like that. I, let's do this. Uh, I can't take it. I like that. <sighs> and by the way, let's just close the doors at the U.N. All right? you know what? I, like I like that, that plan, that but better. your plan is better than mine. Yeah. That's for sure. Let's shut it down. Stop the UN. Turn it off. Uh, go to Brussels. You know they love this stuff. Right. Go do. Put your headquarters there. Who cares? Uh huh. Just leave us out of it, would you please? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up. Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Got some tweets here at uh, Pat Unleashed. Pete Bodine tweets, uh, do the Tommy John underwear and Jeffy size have a rating up to 18? <laughs> I don't I don't know that there is a size for Jeffy. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> call, call Tommy John. You know, there, there is an, a limit, but yeah, yeah, you can find out. Oops, all berries. Tweets, Tommy John underwear, like an X chair for your giblets. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Yes. TommyJohn.com slash unleashed. <laughs> and Amy, what's her face? Hong Kong protesters love American principles. They're incredibly smart. Would be grateful for the freedoms this country offers. They should be used as an example of the ideal candidate for American citizen citizenship. Uh, yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here, here are people who actually appreciate us, love us, actually wave our flag around in our faces. <laughs> right. Sing our national anthem. Amazing. Kara thirty twenty two. Can we send our commie embracing lefties here in the U.S. to Hong Kong and bring these freedom starved, America loving Hong Kong patriotic protesters here? That's a plan. Be a great. I'd take that deal in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Putin on a Ritz. Leftist activists today have the vitality of an anemic noodle. <laughs> there, I said it. <laughs> uh, Wes Usury. Bill Gates is trying to eliminate those with a big carbon footprint while raising up a population little or no carbon footprint. Yeah. Uh, all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It's a story about this elderly Florida kook who used a water pistol filled with his own urine uh, to squirt a female neighbor in the face. What in the? He's been convicted of battery, and they're going to give him a month in jail for the nasty attack. Joel Benjamin, 71 years old, entered a no-contest plea to the misdemeanor charge during an appearance last Thursday in circuit court. He was sentenced to 30 days in jail, one-year probation, and a $1,000 fine. 
and he ha- he can have no contact with the 50-year-old victim. So they're walking down the street, and uh, for whatever reason, she's walking her dog. He comes the other way, walks up to her, and squirts her in the face multiple times with, with his urine-filled squirt gun. I, I mean, why? what weirdness would... Because that's got to be done in advance, you know? That's premeditated. Yeah. You're like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to pee into this squirt gun and then I'm going to I'm going to go squirt her while she's walking her dog. Why? What how do you even th- think to do something like that? I will say this, on the mean streets of Helena. Uh-huh. At a baseball game. Have I told this story before? I no, I'm at at Legion Park. It's a baseball field for the American Legion team. I was probably, I don't know, fourteen at the time. Okay. I'm walking, you know, where the concessions are underneath the bleachers. Oh no, no, no. Some kid no. and his friend are running one way. Me and my friends are walking the other. He's got a cup in his hand. Oh. As he runs past us at full speed, he throws it in my face. No. Oh. It no. was also filled with urine. That was a nasty experience. But those are the mean streets, man. <laughs> no, no kidding. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Those were the mean streets of Helena that I had to deal with and barely survived. But it made you who you are. But it made me who I am. Yeah, right? tougher so, now. Right? I'm thankful for those times because, right, they toughened me up. But I got exactly. a question. Mm-hmm. Was it warm or was it cold? No, it was warm. Oh. Nasty. Oh. Really sick. Really sick. Uh, so... It ended the ba- the the day of watching baseball. That's for sure. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I gotta go home. Did and he shower. know you? Was it just some no, random? Deal? No, just a random run by urinating. <laughs> by <laughs> run urinating. by urinating. <laughs> awful. I mean, I'm sorry to laugh at your pain. <clears throat> yeah, but um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still. I like I like how mm-hmm. you describe it. Um, did you know this kid at all? No. Never and you seen ever him meet him again? Or nope. I mean, because uh-uh. Helen is such a huge place, right? Like, right, it's you like just blend in. Manhattan, you'll all never of a sudden see you just guy. blend in. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that is strange. Mm. So, I mean, but this isn't the mean streets. It's someplace in Florida, and uh, they both live in this uh, Gulfport housing complex. And uh, did they know each other? N- no, I guess she didn't know him. But he said in an interview a couple days later, he said, "Yeah, I lost my effing." He said the actual word. I lost my effing tep- temper and shot her in the face with my squirt gun filled with pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I shot her in the face with my squirt gun filled, filled with, with pee. Pee. He, he actually used a different word. <laughs> yeah, there. right. I'm softening up a tad. Oh, okay. Uh, describing the attack as an egregious thing to do, <laughs> Benjamin claimed he targeted the woman because she'd been spying on him. Aha, uh-huh, see? As part of a purported government surveillance campaign. Okay, well, I didn't know that part. Now well, you... Well, now, now you understand. The rest of the story. <laughs> She's been <laughs> a government surveillance operative yeah, you're lucky all this was... time. Look, it was just pee. And she's she's spying on him. Sure. She is fortunate. It was only pee. Wow. Yeah. I mean, she's a spy. She's a For the spy. government. <laughs> Where do you get and that? Notice that we don't have the spy's name in this criminal complaint. Interesting, isn't it? Huh. Interesting. No wonder he lost his temper and shot her in the face with the, you know, P. P. During police questioning, he showed no remorse, saying he would do it again. <laughs> well, yeah, because 
you know, she's spying on government him agent for the government spying on you. I mean, <laughs> what, what do you expect him to do? Other than well, you could you could run, but obviously he's too too uh, he's too tough for that. He's not going to run. Mm-hmm. And 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 <laughs> what was this? What was, what was the lady doing? Was she? Uh, she was walking spying. her dog. Yeah. yeah so she, yeah, you know what? Yeah, the dog is is an accomplice. And this government uh, conspiracy against this man. I bet man. they've both been enlisted, yeah. I bet that bet dog is a government-trained canine. He's probably spying on him. He's probably got a little GoPro on his little collar. Let's just face it. Around. She had what she got what she had coming to her. I, spying on him like that. Mm-hmm. You can't, shouldn't be doing that to your fellow American citizens, you know, for the government. Mm-hmm. <laughs> next thing, you'll be, you'll be kidnapping kids for the pedophile government. That's what you'll be doing next. Uh-huh. And uh, and then you know maybe it'll be more than a squirt gun filled with urine. Mm-hmm. So, um, then I also uh, find this fascinating: residents of a Mexican city uh, reportedly sick and tired of waiting for the mayor to fix a local road like he promised to do during the election campaign. Dragged him behind a truck through the streets of the city Tuesday morning. No, what? Jeez. 11 people have been arrested in Las Margaritas. Margaritas. Margaritas? Las Margaritas. Municipality of the state of Chiapas. For their role in the attack on Mayor Jorge Luis Escandon Hernandez. (laughs) That's good, man. Thank you. That's good. This is the second time farmers have attacked the mayor who said he will press charges for abduction and attempted murder. His office was trashed four months ago. Uh, digital newspaper Tabasco Al Minuto tweeted a shaky video that shows a couple of men waiting at the back of a dark Toyota pickup as a gang of men pulled the mayor toward the vehicle. Some city employees tried to intervene and stop this, but their attempt was unsuccessful against the mob of angry farmers armed with sticks and tubes. Uh, wow. So then the video shows a dark pickup moving past a nearby security camera as the mayor was being dragged behind the vehicles, the vehicle with his hands tied. Mm-hmm. Oof, that could have been, you know, you could kill somebody doing how, that. How long was it? Did it say? It doesn't say how long the dragging lasted. Wow. Uh, that would hurt. So, you know what? Fix the roads. Fix the roads. I mean, seriously. Fulfill I mean, your campaign well, promises. I don't understand what the problem don't, is here. Don't enlist the help of a neighbor to spy on people in your apartment complex. Uh, I may. You you would think this is something that could erupt here if we don't get a grip on things. Right. Wouldn't you? There's enough anger that this kind of stuff could happen. Okay, well, we're sick and tired of you promising us things and then not delivering things. I might have to copy and paste this link and yeah. uh, send it to my town's mayor. Um, no, uh, in April. <laughs> that would be 20- perceived as a threat, I feel. I'm just sharing the news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in April 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, 200 Las Margaritas residents kidnapped 24 municipal, state, and federal government employees to demand that a road be built by, Holy the, cow. by the former mayor. They kidnapped 24 people and then let them go <laughs> This is peacefully. a town. You talk about the mean streets. <laughs> wow. Kidding. You either pave the road or we're <clears> going <throat> to kidnap you. And Not sure I want to be an elected official in no Los kidding. Margaritas. I don't want to be an elected official in Mexico. I mean, this guy actually gets off easy compared to others that get murdered by drug cartels down uh, yeah, there. Yeah. But, wow. Uh, yeah, they mean business in Las Margaritas. It is the poorest state in Mexico, uh, mm. Chiapas where Las Margaritas is located, 77% of its population living in poverty. 
77%. Wow. <sighs> fix the roads, man. Just fix the roads, fix dude, the and roads. then this stuff doesn't happen. You brought right. it on yourself, you That's know? That's right. That's all I'm saying. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. A thousand active agents strong? When I say that, what do you think of? Yes, realestateagentsitrust.com. With a bunch of vetted people who really care about uh, the business that they do, they care about their clients, they return phone calls in minutes, not in hours or days. They've got great marketing plans and a great track record. We make sure that these are people who are successful so that they can really help you sell your home quickly and for the most money or buy a home. And sometimes you got to do both. you got to sell and then turn around and buy one. And you want somebody you can trust. You want somebody who shares your generally your principles and values. And that's why we hire fans of the show for realestateagentsitrust.com. And this is not just a sponsor. It's Glenn's company. So really means a lot. And they follow up and they vet these people and make sure that they're doing right by their customers. If you want to buy or sell your home quickly and uh, for the most money, go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, some space updates here. You know, the U.S. Navy, we've been talking a lot about UFOs because the military is talking a lot about UFOs because the government is admitting to UFOs like they never have before. Like in the 50s, if you said, yeah, I saw a UFO, uh, they'll laugh you out of their office, even though they knew full well what you were saying was true. Which kind of makes you angry, actually. Mm-hmm. Watched a uh, dramatization of an actual event. What is it called? Is it Blue? The Blue Project? Project Blue? Yeah, I don't know. It's. It was the. I think it was the first alien investigation. Project Blue Book. Yes, Project Blue Book. And it's so frustrating that they know what's going on. They know that what you're finding is the real thing, and yet. They covered it all up and made other explanations for it. Yeah, that's uh, that's swamp gas. Swamp gas? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's a weird phenomenon. You, I, it's too complicated science stuff. You wouldn't understand. Huh. Okay. Try, try me. Yeah, it's a weather balloon. That's where that weather balloon stuff came uh-huh. from. That's a weather balloon? Really? That went like 800,000 miles an hour through the sky? <laughs> okay. That's a... Uh-huh talented weather balloon who came up with that anyway a high-ranking high-ranking u.s navy pilot has claimed a chilling dark mass was seen coming up from the depths of the ocean moments before a torpedo disappeared 10 years before a world famous incident retired u.s navy pilot commander david fravor First shot to public attention in 2017 after describing how his squadron witnessed a 737-sized object under the surface of the water during training exercises in the Pacific Ocean. Sounds like a movie. The incident happened in 2004. It became known as the USS Nimitz encounter after pilots then saw a tic-tac-looking UFO in the skies near the mass. Oh, whoa. So it's like they're working in tandem. Uh-huh. In an explosive new account, the pilot has shared another UFO mystery that's come out of the woodwork since his story first emerged. Talking to Joe Rogan, Commander Fravor said another pilot had 
once had a similar encounter in the late 1990s off the coast of Puerto Rico. I love that this is coming out. I just wish it would have a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Because we'd be further along in the process. He explained the pilot was flying a CH-53 and was going to pick up uh, an unmanned drone for the Air Force. They're 50 feet above the water. He sees this kind of dark mass coming up from the depths. As they hoist uh, the BQM, he's looking at this thing going, what the hell is that? (laughs) And then it just goes back down underwater after apparently swallowing a torpedo. Once they pull the kid and the object out of the water, this object descends into the depths. The pilot thought the incident was pretty weird, but incredibly, the same thing happened a few months later. Fravor said he's picking up He's picking up a torpedo. They hook the diver up on the winch, and as they're luring him down, he sees this big mass. He goes, it's not a submarine. He's seen submarines before. Once you've seen a submarine, you can't confuse it with something else. (laughs) This big object, kind of circular, is coming up from the depths, and he starts screaming through the intercom system to tell tell them to pull the diver up, and the diver's only 50 feet from the water. Oh, man, this is a movie. He continues, they reverse the winch, and the driver's driver's thinking, what the hell is going on? And all of a sudden, he said the torpedo just got sucked down underwater, and the object just descended back down into the depths. They never recovered it. Commander Fravor said the helicopter pilot was adamant the torpedo didn't sink, as it literally looked like it got sucked down. Mm. Uh, There's another... A uh, couple of instances for you. Wow. Uh, amazing. And apparently a hilltop in central Thailand is attracting UFO seekers who believe extraterrestrials hover over a huge Buddha statue, send telepathic communiques, hmm, walk across nearby sugarcane fields, and use a crocodile-infested lake as a portal from their <laughs> planets, Pluto and Loku. Oh, that's convenient. Yeah. They, they put it in a... <clears throat> Pond with alligators. So they're from Pluto. Hmm. Huh. Well, we can ask them if they're still a planet. <laughs> right. Right? They would know going right. to the source. Yeah, we, did, we, we didn't appreciate that. That's why we're visiting you guys uh, when you demoted us. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Though it may sound like science fiction, a small group of individuals claim messages from aliens arriving in spaceships including, include plenty of traditional religious teachings, too, leading them to believe they're actually Buddhist. <laughs> it's all happening three hours by road or rail from uh, Bangkok. That's uh, amazing. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, I guess you... Uh, Silver go- creatures... Uh, listen to this. Yeah. Silver creatures in your head speaking whatever language your thoughts uh, usually chatter. That's So that's what they believe when they go up on that hilltop. Uh-huh. Yeah. They, they hear these silver creatures. Yeah, and in their head. That's convenient. It's not like you with the voicemails you get on your phone that are in a completely different language. Right. No, I mean, they understand they, them. They know exactly uh, what, what language uh-huh. you speak and understand. So that's convenient. That's helpful. They do offer a disclaimer saying there's no guarantee you'll see UFOs or aliens when you're there, which hmm. are described as unpredictable, speaking or appearing spontaneously and disappearing after just a few hours. So they don't, they don't like to hang around. They don't like to linger. That's they don't like bad. to loiter. You know, they're busy people. Or creatures, whatever. Whatever they are, they're busy at what they do. They got a lot of, you know, rectal exams to get to. <laughs> when you yeah. conduct as many rectal exams as these people do, 
you know you can't just loiter around, have a cup of coffee, yeah. talk to other Earthlings. How how long do you think it takes to for them to commute back and forth from Pluto I, on top of that? I wish I knew. You know? Yeah, that's right. And and who I, knows? They're not who I want giving me a rectal exam because again, no. we've demoted Pluto Pluto to be Plutoid, mm-hmm. and so they're probably on edge right now. Yeah, and not the people you want to cross. Right, that's right. Or aliens you want to cross, I should say. <laughs> Meanwhile, an asteroid swarm is coming. NASA detects sixteen space rocks hurtling toward Earth this week. The largest from from the group is uh, bigger than the Great Pyramid of Giza. Uh, that's a problem. Yeah, that's, so that's big. <laughs> um, and that's going to be a near-Earth object. Earth will see a total of seven asteroids fly past on October. Oh, so I guess we already did. None oh. of them hit us. Uh, okay, so none of them hit us. Huh? No, seven of them have, have yeah, missed us. Yes. And then but there's still... still some, oh, that's right. We're, we got through nine the weekend, more. I think. We got <laughs> nine more. We're still dodging these bullets. <laughs> but I think, I think they're saying that the closest one is going to be just beyond the distance of the moon and that's like man that's, that's still pretty close yeah but that's old hat man we've taken one between the moon and the earth yeah what was that one Forty-two thousand. i think it was forty-two thousand miles yeah this one's three hundred fifty-one thousand miles which is still really close <laughs> when you're talking about space encounters mm-hmm. they say anything like i think three or four million miles in is a close encounter and because you just you don't want them getting that close, you never know. No, like if you miscalculated a little bit, and then all of a sudden it slams into us. Or um, use meters. Or use meters. Again, this has happened before. It has. Happened. Where NASA, they're like, what? What do you mean? Up the calcu- the the uh, the um, conversion between <laughs> metric and standard, and they crashed a probe into Mars. Yes, that's why they're working with the Muslims right now to feel better because they're the big guys on math. They need them. <laughs> That's right. They are the math people. You just cracked the I, code. I cracked it right there. Nice right there. job. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I do what I can. You know, I can only do so much. Um, <laughs> This is something I need to do before the end of the show, though. If you haven't seen uh, Representative Lee Zeldin, mm-hmm. just get after the media and Adam Schiff on behalf of the president uh, you ain't seen nothing yet. Look at this. this and by the way, you know what else Ambassador Roker defense. testified to? This entire time, the aid was mm. getting released. Mm-hmm. It was going to get released. And guess what happened? What? The aid got released. Oh. And you know what didn't have to happen? What didn't happen? There was no new investigation that had to get created. This whole thing is a fairy tale. Adam Schiff is misleading you, mm-hmm. and you're playing along with it. Many of you are. And the American public is then getting deceived. When Adam Schiff said, for example, that President Trump was asking President Zelensky to manufacture dirt on the Bidens, you know what Ambassador Volcker testified to? That was absolutely untrue. Now, that's what we would call an inconvenient fact for the narrative. You know what else Adam Schiff has been saying to you and the American public that was not true? That he had no contact with the whistleblower. He'd like to, but he didn't have any contact. He lied. You know Mm. what else he lied about? Mm. When he gave his opening statement from the acting director of national intelligence as to what was in in front of the world as far as what the transcribed interview said. Now going back to Ambassador (laughs) Volker's transcribed interview and a process, we were here ready to do our part. Mm -hmm. If anyone is going to testify behind those closed doors, we're going to make sure that we're there to ensure that the other 99% of the story is being told. Because guess what? If we weren't... Because when you get behind closed doors... Then they let their hair hang down. <laughs> and that's when they make you feel uh, like a man. 
<laughs> Sorry. Uh-huh. I had nothing to do with this, but no, why waiting. don't we see this guy more often? Uh-huh. Why isn't Lee Zeldin the head of every press conference? If for nothing else, his name, every time I see it, I think of Led Zeppelin. Right, me too. Lee Zeldin. Me too. <laughs> and he's impassioned, he's got facts, and he is in their face. Mm-hmm. This is what I like Jim Jordan standing just to his right, <laughs> smiling like, yeah, give it to him. Somebody else doing you this. You go, boy. <laughs> And he is. He's he's getting after it like no Republicans ever do. Let's see some more of this. Story is being told because guess what? If we weren't there last Thursday, <laughs> you would have no idea of everything that Ambassador Volker said to obliterate Adam Schiff's fairy tale quid pro quo charge. You would have no idea. So we're here. Now, huh. as far as the administration goes, if they don't want to send Ambassador Sondland here because this is a kangaroo court, because there has not been a vote to launch an impeachment inquiry. Because minority does not have any rights for subpoenas. Because the president doesn't have the right to have counsel present to ask questions, for subpoena power, to present evidence. This entire thing is a political charade, is a clown show. We're here, we're ready for whoever's going to be testifying in the other room. But we have to be here because if we're not, Adam Schiff sure as heck is not going to tell you. Because all he has to do is right now release that transcribed interview because he won't, because it destroys his narrative. It undercuts it, it blows it up. That's what we heard over the course of several hours. And by the way, you know, uh, Jerry mm-hmm. Connolly comes on to you know, Aaron Burnett's show on mm-hmm. CNN at 7 o'clock on Thursday, and they have a back and forth. They play a clip from Jim Jordan, they play a clip from me, where they're basically saying, you know, Jerry Connolly, you didn't hear anything of what Jim Jordan and Lee Zeldin says that they heard, right? And they have this back and forth, basically dumbing down their audience. All right, we got, wow. What, it, that guy needs to be out in front yeah. a lot more. Nice job. A job that Republicans almost never do. Thank you, Lee Zeldin. Uh-huh. All right, we'll see you tomorrow uh, for more on trivia. Trivia.